0: Everybody and welcome to the 1853 Podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 Podcast, a weekly program we produce throughout the academic year, in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Mammoth an outstanding national liberal arts college. In this 21st edition of season number 5, the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics Nathan Boliva sits down to talk to Mammoth women's basketball coach Megan Jones. Megan will discuss her team's preparation for the 2022 Midwest Conference Tournament. It will be played this weekend at Ripping College up in Wisconsin. After waiting an extra year because of the COVID pandemic, the Monmouth College women's basketball team finally gets their chance to defend their Midwest Conference tournament title. When the tournament was last played in 2020 at Ripping College, the Fighting Scots won the title and the Midwest Conference's automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. After finishing in second place this year in the Midwest Conference regular season, the Fighting Scots are headed back to Ripon College once again. That's because Ripon College once again won the regular season title and the right to host the conference tournament. Ripon will play fourth place Illinois College. Second place Monmouth College will play third place Knox College. The Mammoth knox game is scheduled to tip off at 3.30 in the afternoon central time on Friday. You can watch it online. And to figure out how to do that, just point your browser to mammothscots.com. That's your official home on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. Friday's game will be the first time in the storied history of the Mammoth knox rivalry that the two teams have met in a postseason game. During the regular season, Mammoth and Knox each beat one another on each team's home floor, and now the rubber match at a neutral site will determine one of the two teams who will play in the conference championship, which will be played on Saturday evening. Megan Jones has had a very successful first season as Mammoth head coach. She's led the Fighting Scots to a 13-9 overall record and a 10-6 record in the Midwest Conference. And as she tells the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics and Sports Information Director Nathan Beliva, Megan's
1: players didn't come this far just to come this far. Welcome to the 1853 Podcast. This is Sports Information Director Nathan Beliva. I'm with women's basketball coach Megan Jones as women's basketball gets ready to head off to the Midwest Conference Tournament, actually defending champions from the 2020 tournament, which also was in Ripon as the women get ready to head up. We're talking on Thursday morning. Uh, the conference tournament will start on Friday. We will play Knox at 3.30, and then Ripon will play Illinois College Friday night at 8 p.m. The winners will meet on Saturday at 6 p.m. You can follow along on Twitter at Mammoth Game Day and uh, on Ripon's website at Red Redhawks. They've got a tournament central page with the links for video and live stats. Uh, Coach Jones, welcome to the podcast. And uh, how are your feelings as you get ready for the weekend and a uh, long drive up to, to northern Wisconsin?
2: Yeah, thank you. Um, we're excited. Um, having last year canceled, I think the girls just came in really hungry this year. Um, and that's now carried over obviously into this week. And we've just talked a lot about the opportunity that they've had um, this season to really prove themselves and all the work they've done um, leading up to this point. And we didn't come this far just to come this far is what we've kind of said leading into this week.
1: Your first season, obviously, there have been a lot of challenges uh, throughout the year for not just your team, but for teams across the country. What has it been like combining all of that in the the COVID pandemic, but also into your first year at a new school and a new program?
2: Yeah, um, there was lots of ups and downs, um, but the ups and downs really came... Um, off the court and things that we couldn't control, uh, whether it was COVID related or um, COVID related for another team, not us necessarily, Um, but they just, our players really stayed the course and stayed locked in, Um, especially those weeks where we were playing three games, four games in a week, Um, that was a grind. And I think we were all exhausted, but when they stepped on the court, when they stepped into the film room, they were still focused, Um, even though it was really, really challenging Challenging. Um, and I think a lot of uh, just their outlook on it came from um, having experience with our seniors. Um, Our seniors kind of led the way and kept everybody locked in. Um, Obviously our team is a little bit smaller this year. um, And so it was, um, I think that was a positive for us um, in terms of just staying locked in. Uh, All 10 people have a huge role on our team. Um, All 12 with our managers, a huge role on our team um, to help us be successful thus far. And um, I think being able to get through those stretches taught them a lot, They could really get through anything Um, and so hopefully that really carries into this weekend as well.
1: How does your experience having gone through conference tournaments in in NCAA tournaments and that sorts of thing uh, as a player and a coach how does that come into play this weekend and and obviously the seniors as you mentioned have been through this before uh, in a conference tournament wise but how does all of that come into play?
2: Yeah I was fortunate as a player um, and a coach to be a part of great teams that had that conference tournament and championship experience Um, and I think pulling from that is just treating it like another game we prepare for every game in the same way um, with scout and film and um, on-court work and so I think just treating it like another game is what has got us this far Um, and I think just having seniors that have been a part of that and our junior class as well um, helps to have that experience heading into this weekend with, um, I think there's just a lot of emotions that come in um, in conference tournament time, especially coming off of a year that was canceled and just everything that our players have gone through. Some of them were home entirely last year. Um, And so really just having that attitude of being grateful to get to play um, our our team really plays with a lot of joy and I tell them that that's my favorite part about them. Um, Sometimes I get a little too intense and they remind me that we play the game for fun um, and when they're having fun, that's when they're at their best. Um, And so I'm just really happy for them that they um, have this opportunity. And so that experience that they've had, that I've had as a player, um, I think will help us um, this weekend.
1: Is it challenging to keep it as just another game when the team on the other side is the uh, hated rival and it's the first time you have ever played in a conference tournament in women's basketball? So is it does that make it more challenging as a head coach to say it's just another game when it's against Knox with the championship berth on the line?
2: Yeah. Um, I didn't know that until I read it in one of your articles, I think, the other day, that it was the first time we've ever met in the conference tournament. Um, But I think that just adds to the fun. Um, The atmosphere in both games was really intense. um, And those are some of the most fun games to be a part of. Um, And we've talked about kind of just riding the wave or riding the roller coaster, that there's ups and downs in any given game. Um, There's momentum shifts and our team has done a really good job this season of just staying the course when maybe the other team does go on a run or when we go on a run. Um, We just have to stay steady um, and keep the energy kind of at that consistent spot um, to come out on top at the end
1: been some road trips for you guys that have that have been short and there's been road trips for you guys that have been a couple days at a time what has that bonding experience been like on on road trips on buses you know traveling either with yourselves early in the year or with the men's team here in conference play
2: yeah our our team is a really close group and so anytime we get to travel together is a lot of fun um, this weekend we kind of this past weekend we kind of said we wish that happened earlier just because they were having a lot of fun together um, and it was a great bonding experience um, I think for our team and so we hope to continue to keep doing that obviously this weekend um, and then if we were to you know come out on top being able to do it another weekend um, those weekends are some of the most memorable I think um, I've told You know, our players that my favorite memories as a player were often riding home together after a, you know, big championship win. And so working for that experience to really enjoy it and embrace it together. Um, But it starts with when we leave. Um, We're not just looking at, you know, the end. It's we talk one possession at a time, one game at a time, one quarter at a time. Um, Talk about winning the quarter a lot. And so I think just that bonding experience um, each weekend helps us to then be really connected on the court.
0: You're listening to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the college's communications and marketing office. The voice of Fighting Scots Athletics and Sports Information Director Nathan Boliva is talking to Mammoth women's basketball coach Megan Jones. Her team will compete this weekend in the Midwest Conference Tournament. Because the Midwest Conference Championships are almost always played at the site of the regular season champion, Ripon College is going to have a lot of basketball on its campus this weekend. That's because both the women's and the men's basketball teams at Ripping College won their respective regular season titles. As Megan tells Nathan, That should create a rather interesting basketball atmosphere up in Wisconsin.
1: This is a unique weekend for the conference because Ripon won the one seed in both the men's and women's. So all eight teams that are in the conference tournament are in the same spot. I know that provides a couple extra challenges for you guys as far as getting court time and shoot around and and all of that. But overall should be a a pretty cool atmosphere with all those games going on in one place. How does that um, impact you guys and, and how you prepare?
2: yeah it is a little bit different um than ha- how it has been in the past um we play playing at 3:30 on a friday afternoon is obviously a little bit different um but when i was thinking about it usually our early practice days are fridays because the kids don't have lab um and so we're playing at the same time that we practice on a friday and so just having that kind of mentality of it's the same you know the same thing that we do each week um it'll be a little bit different in terms of you know shoot around time and we talk about like pre-game meal time and post-game meal time um but i think they're prepared and it'll be a cool atmosphere to have everybody in one place
1: you mentioned the seniors and and four of them that we honored here on uh in senior night um a couple weeks ago in, in the the game it was actually against ripon that uh we could play again this weekend but when you you look at the seniors and you were only with them for one year but what kind of impact do you see that they had on, on this program?
2: Yeah. Um, I actually just told him last night um, in film, I said, I hope I say this again, um, but I'm going to say it now in case I don't, uh, but just how proud I am of of all of them, not just the seniors, um, but just the mark they've left on the program. Um, I wish I had more time with our seniors, um, especially coming off this past year being canceled. I can't imagine what that felt like. Um, I had injuries in my college career, but I knew I could still play when I was able to return and to have the game taken away from them in a different way. I think. Thank you. The cat just the way they've come back this year and embraced me as a new coach as a a first year head coach um, has just been I've just been really grateful for them and really really proud of them Um, and I I mean we don't want it to end so having that mentality uh, for the weekend that we don't want it to end we want to continue sticking together um, and play another week and play another week after that um, is kind of what we've been talking about so far
1: it's a it's a unique time of the year too because the uh, the high school tournaments are going on at the same time so that affects the other part of your job that's not just coaching, but also getting future Fighting Scots uh, here on campus and into the program. How are you able to to balance that with everything going on to prepare for our own contests and practices?
2: Yeah, um, this week is sectional championship week for um, Illinois high school girls. So they actually, most games are tonight. so, with us playing, it's been a lot of me checking scores after practice at night, um, sending some congratulatory text messages, um, you know, after some wins, and some waiting maybe a day and saying congratulations on a great uh, high school career. Um, I kind of have a 24 hour ish rule um, when it comes to talking to players after a loss, um, something my basketball family kind of embraced when I was younger, and we still do just with myself and my my parents coaching and my brother coaching. Um, and so a lot of text messages going out right now just to kind of keep up with that recruiting. Um, but we have a great you know, class started for next year. And so still looking for a few more um, to commit for this coming fall. Uh, but a lot of them are still playing with, which I think says a lot about the players that we are recruiting right now is that they are coming from winning programs. And that's what we wanna find um, to continue to build our program here at Monmouth
1: with your first season here in, in your first conference tournament, obviously there are coaches in your past that have been through it. You were th- went through it as an assistant and coaches in this building that have been through it as well. Was there anybody you talked to about uh, advice into planning for the week in the conference tournament? Everything that you got to plan with driving and food and practice time and the things Jerry talked about. Were there, were there people whose brains you picked as you put together this itinerary and the schedule for this week?
2: Yeah. Um, fortunately, having experience as a player and then as an assistant really helped um, in terms of the planning side of it. Um, A lot of times you don't think about all of that behind the scenes work in terms of you know hotels and food and travel time and all of that Um, and so luckily I feel I had good experience um, in terms of those things but game planning um, it's tough this time of year you've played each team twice every team is really really well scouted and well prepared Um, and so I've talked to you know my parents about Um, different coaching ideas and how to kind of scheme a little bit. Obviously, um, having Coach Cole, who has a lot of experience on our staff, too. um, We talk a lot about that, just how to tweak some small things. Um, But we still want to be us. And we're not looking to change things that we do, but we can make some small adjustments, small tweaks so that, you know, we can get a score off of a quick hitter that maybe they weren't prepared for um, or change up something um, and be prepared for them to change things up, too. Um, And so, having those coaching mentors and just um, connections has definitely helped throughout the whole season, not just this week.
1: You mentioned the personalities on the team and the joy and the fun. Are those going to be a couple of loud vans riding up there tonight? Is it going to be relaxed and sleeping headphones, or are they going to be talking the whole – what's going to be going on on that ride up?
2: Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I think with the timing that we're leaving after practice, it might be more headphones in, sleeping, maybe after the first 30 minutes or so, there'll be some excitement, you know, getting in the van um, to head up. But just leaving a little bit later, I think it may be a little more quiet ride. Um, but once we get up there, we'll be able to all travel together. Um, again, having that smaller team, we can all squeeze into a 15 passenger <laughs> van. Um, need to spread out a little bit on the longer trip. Um, but once we get up there, we'll be able to travel together. And I think that excitement will really um, start to show tomorrow morning when we head in for shoot-around.
1: We'll, we'll all be watching down here. Good luck to you guys Friday and uh, Saturday. We'll be cheering you on and uh, hopefully grabbing a couple wins, cutting down some nuts. Thank you. That's the voice
0: of Fighting Scots Athletics and Sports
1: Information Director Nathan Beliva.
0: He was talking to Mammoth women's basketball coach Megan Jones. Her team will compete this weekend in the Midwest Conference Basketball Tournament. Check out Scots.com for all of the tournament's details and information. And that's going to be a 30 for this 21st edition of Mammoth College's 1853 podcast of the 2021-2022 school year. You can tell us what you think about this podcast by firing off an email to us at news at mammothcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Mammoth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day and stay healthy.